Hello and welcome to another episode of This Particular Album is Very, Very Important to Me. I'm Deborah Tarika. And I'm Joel Spence. This is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them and here they share their memories. Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and not so great. And we all get to listen to it through their ears. It's a very well written <laughs> intro. Yes. I love it. <laughs> um, we do great with it. Let's start with your song, okay. I think, because uh, it's going to start on one extreme and go to another. I don't follow. Well, this is <laughs> what I particular song is very important so, to you. So the song I picked is my all-time oh. favorite song. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Safi's face is just contorted. Did you recognize it instantly? Uh, uh, more Than Words by Extreme, right? More yeah. Than Words by Extreme. It's triggering for me because <laughs> this was a confusing part of my life where I was like, wait, so girls like guys with long hair? Oh. <laughs> I remember being such a mind fuck of like, you don't like like, you know, yeah. Luke Perry and oh, but I did Brandon Walsh. Oh, yeah. God. It's not that I want not to say didn't they seem bad to you? They were like bad, like bad boys. Yes. Or I think they were like accessible bad boys to 10-year-old Deborah. Because they looked like rockers but sounded like angels. Yes. And they were called extreme. So yeah. I was like, oh, these are bad boys. More than words is all you have to do to make it real. Then you wouldn't have to say. Can I tell you that I never really thought about it. I love this song. It is. I I don't know what it is. So I heard, I must have just heard it on the radio when I was a kid and it clicked like no other song. And this song, I mean, I I want to do is picture. How old do you think you were? I think I was 10. Oh my God. That's so sweet. Because it was like so big on the radio. I think it was like just for me, you know, and then all of my mixtapes at that point were, um, just made off the radio. Like everything just recorded off Kiss FM or K Earth 101 or whatever. Growing up in LA, it's all the basic same radio stations. Um, but this song, I did a tape of the, it's just the radio edit, but the, a tape on repeat of just this song for 60 minutes over and over again. So I didn't have to stop it and rewind it. I just did it like over and over again. I think from tape to tape to tape to tape to tape, like in recording it. Uh-huh. And uh, I like, found it to bring here because I haven't listened to it in a long time and it like I was saying this to Joel earlier it like it reminded it felt like I have a crush like it gave me butterflies in a weird way because it I haven't listened to it in a while and it's like it's just so my childhood it's a song I just did not get into at the time but now it's so sweet yeah and when you're that age and younger it's not like you understand what a, an adult relationship is. You know, all it's I like want me is like with somebody. Air supply. Yes. Because uh, I've I've brought in two air supply songs is for this like 
because I was like nine and I didn't know what love meant, but yeah. I just love those songs. I but, know. And, and you want, like, I wanted somebody to sing this to me. Yeah. You know, that's like the, the dream was well, like somebody. We can. <laughs> yeah. Somebody. And it's like free of like, and the way air supply is, it's like there's no snark behind it. Nope. There's no, exactly. it's just like love yeah. uh, straight up. Yes. <laughs> like an element of like as a kid wanting to be serenaded by music mm -hmm. and like that's what love meant is if a boy did that for me mm -hmm. and like no one did. I mean if somebody did now like it would be wonderful <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <of course. laughs> I wow. hope you're listening Alex <laughs> I didn't pay attention to this song at all when it came out yeah uh, this but was it's... not for you it was only for me <laughs> no what time, what year did this come out I think it was 91 91. I don't even know what album like it's yeah. just this song I, I yeah this is this song is triggering me for another reason like about 12 13 years ago a good friend of mine Mandy Steckelberg um, wanted to uh, uh, she was she was a singer songwriter and she wanted me to sing that song with her and do the harmony do lots of harmonies yeah, yeah and I and she was just convinced that I could do it and I kind of <laughs> got wrapped up in it and I was like I don't know if I can do this and she was really confident as a singer and or is very confident as a singer and very good and I I need for something like that to go away for like six months <laughs> in a yeah. barn because I'm just not that great wait at, when was this Oh, this was, I, I, t I just threw out a number, but it was like in 2006 or something. So it was like, still, a, that's, this is not a song I would want to hear now. Like I, like. She, there was like a little bit of irony. Like she, okay. she's, she's my age and she was like, this song was just sort of hilarious. I think from, she loved the song yeah. outright, but it was also kind of silly. Um, but she just wanted to sing it as a tribute. So it was like, cause she would do this night of, uh. I think she hosted a night of uh, singer-songwriters, and she just wanted this to be like this little joke, or, or I don't know, uh, low-stress thing, yeah. which was just complete stress for me. <laughs> so I think in that situation, what I kept on defaulting to was just singing the same part that she did. That's all I ever do. <laughs> that's when, yeah, that's I, how I, I, I can I do harmony. slip right into yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir doing something with this. Oh, like God. for real, I could see You're it being right. gorgeous. I would be okay <laughs> with that. It is like just special like... I don't know. I think I just like trap myself into this being my all time favorite song. It's not like if I heard this for the first time now, I would be like, turn this shit off. Like it would yeah. not turn this shit off. If Alex happened to get the original band members of Extreme, be so weird. Dump out the door. So weird. <laughs> uh, but this is a band like I pursued no other music, but I have yeah. the, I know the song Wholehearted, which I like a lot, but like again, only yeah. another radio song. Like never even, I, I think at that age, it never even occurred to me to buy an album or yeah. like yeah. to like seek out other music if I love this. Or maybe I. I did and I was like, oh. yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that's uh, I uh, I thought this would be a, that would be a nice contrast with today's album, too. It's, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, so mine is like heading in that direction, but it's an album that came out at the same, but uh, heading, heading in the same direction as whole, I think, because there's some drama here. But it's Nick Cave, it came the album came out the same year is live through this mm -hmm. and for some reason i just took to this album it's called the album is called let love in but this is nobody's baby now 
Are you guys into Nick Cave at all? Or? Not really. Oh, my brother wasn't, so sort of by proxy. Yeah. 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 I was never into cool music until yeah. much yeah. later. If <laughs> even. <laughs> I just love this first line. I've searched the holy books. I tried to unravel the mystery of Jesus Christ the Savior. I mean, it's so heavy. I know, yeah. that's great. But there's also something fun about, I mean, he knows the, it's sort of gothic, almost, um, who directed Beetlejuice? Uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. There's yeah. something Tim Burton about him that's like creepy and uh, yeah. he knows it and it's, uh, there's like a sense of humor in, I think, his drama. living in Minneapolis at this time and and I wasn't in a relationship but you know those moments where you're in a you're not in a relationship but you just get into these broken hearted songs yes. for some reason of course that's uh, the story of my life yeah like <laughs> truly no I, I can I can pinpoint when a depression is coming based on like has Tori Amos been playing yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like based on like that. that's when I sort of see the signs yeah, yeah. or used to at least yeah because yeah. no, we don't get depressed anymore no I'm a Scientologist now so it's no <laughs> <laughs> fine <laughs> fine now there are some things love won't love I held a hand but I don't hold it it also is so stunning to me anytime someone in a song like this talks about Jesus and kicks yes. it off with something like that. And, yeah. and it's not a religious song. Yeah, exactly. It's so it's such a shock. Yeah. Because it just fucks with so many. I grew up religious. Just fucks with all that shit. Like I remember Patty yes. Smith's first line in "Horses" is "Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine." Oh, right. Yeah. And I was just right. I, when I was little and I used to hear it, I would turn that part down because I was just like, <laughs> oh, I'm not ready. Yeah, I can't hear it. Oh, yeah. no. I love I love when people when yeah. people mess with that. And these are my many letters torn to pieces by long fingered hands. I was a cruel-hearted man No, I tried to lay her ghost Joel, I think you have a type Are yeah. you like a Tom Waits? Or just like, yes, that's okay. what I was thinking Because you've done a couple Tom Waits songs, too uh-huh. And it's this deep voice Like, mm-hmm. like uh, th- thinky song Mine are like Who's the extreme. one who tries to do this? He was like in Fleet Foxes or something Oh, jo- uh, like John Michelin Man or something? I don't know. John I Michelin hope Man. That's his name. I don't know what you're talking about, but I hope that's his Checking name. Checking on Google here. Yeah, John Michelin Man. John- <laughs> I can't remember. Captain John Stewart. Father John Misty. Father John uh, Misty. I knew it. Targeting, targeting, targeting Becoming my parents more and more every day. I knew. But I you ended up getting it. <laughs> My dad was trying to remember Madonna's name yesterday on the phone, and, and I just let it go. I was like, who? <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hello, listeners. Thanks once again for tuning in. If you're digging this podcast, please, please, 
please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. Deborah and I love doing this show, and good reviews help us continue to bring fun guests and great albums to you. Special thanks to those of you who already have rated and reviewed. You know who you are, we know who you are, and we're looking forward to reading some new ones. And now, back to the program. Speaking of Superman, did you say Superman earlier? I did. She's Speaking did. of the Superman. Superman Speaking of Madonna. Speaking of Madonna. <laughs> our, guest, our guest is a comedian, actor, and writer hailing from El Paso, Texas. El Paso Strong. He is the co-host and co-creator of the Throwing Shade <laughs> podcast, live show, and TV show. He can currently be seen on the TV show 911. That's right. And is known for his work on Young and Hungry, Gay of Thrones, and Lifetime's A Deadly Adoption. You know it, babe. Brian Safi, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. This is like my dream come true. This, oh. is, this is a trifecta of chill and cool and awesome. Oh, and then great. we're here, too. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, am I chill or no. cool or awesome? I was talking about the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Our Savior. First, Always here. First line, dropping Jesus. We That's got right. this. I know. I don't know what's happening. You dropping Jesus over there? <laughs> like the Spirit. Um, Brian, what particular album is very, very important to you? Live Through This by Hole. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, you gave it, I forget the choices you gave us because I think I saw this one. I was like, well, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. And all the stars are just like little fish. You should learn when to go. You should learn how to say no. Yeah, this was this did it all for me. This is what took me from the soundtrack of Bette Midler singing on For the Boys straight to this. <laughs> this is amazing. It was a mistake purchase. Oh my god. Oh no kidding. Because on the cover of the album, it's not Courtney Love, it looks like Courtney Love, but she looks like a beauty queen. Yeah. Oh, she does, that's right. And I think I just asked my mom, I just liked the picture. And then the way, and I didn't play it in the car, I played it later, and the, this, the first four songs of this album just go, 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 it go, go. Insane. go. They're like, quick, and they're, she just is wailing, and at the time I had never heard a woman sing, the closest thing I'd heard to that was Kurt Cobain. Yes. I just remember like how is she getting away with this and like who is this why is she screaming yeah and then I just feel like no one has channeled that guttural like like she says here go on take everything yeah. I want you to it's the coolest album and then Immediately, he dies. The album's called Live Through This. He died yeah. like a week before this was released. Yes. The lyrics are all pointing to the fact, I mean like the fact that if you live through this with me, I swear I'll die with you. Yeah. Like it's so crazy. She basically got, really didn't get to enjoy this because it was like, did you kill your husband right <sighs> after? Did you kill your husband? Did your husband write this album? Yes. Did your so husband write this album? Yeah. Are, is you, are you feeding your baby heroin? Oh You're God. the town witch. And this is such a masterpiece that she didn't get it to enjoy. I don't think a minute of it. 
I think it's so high, like highly thought of now. Yes. And then, but yeah, you're absolutely right because I can't even imagine what place she's in, headspace she's in now to she enjoy had this. Image baggage that was not her. F- well, partly her doing. Yes. Because like, she embraced a lot of the sort of um, stuff that people would throw at her. Like she was sort of defiant in that way. Yes, but, she was, and she liked. I think she was deliberately wanting people to know whether or not she was showered or whether she was high. Yeah, or yeah. pretty she, provocative. Yeah, exactly. She, she was like that. constantly showing her underwear <laughs> through the compact at Madonna at the VMAs. Oh, yeah. What was her name? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, she yeah. lives in London. What was her name? <laughs> in my household, I think I just kept a secret because it just yeah. was would never have flown. So were you in El Paso at this time? I was in El Paso yeah, at this time. Yeah, take us back. How old were you? I was in El Paso. About? God, I, I must have been around 10, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. And, and mm. just, um, I remember my brother had Nevermind. And that was like the only, and he might have had like a few GNR tapes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, and I hated them. Yeah. Mm. And um, I kind of liked Nirvana, but mostly I was like with my sister listening to like Paul Abdul and like, doing the dance moves and yeah. still like Janet Jackson's if and, and that kind of thing. And then, and then yeah, this came along and I just sort of, I hate doing this, but I, cause I do it with everything, but I will. Mm. I just at the time felt like an outsider and yes. I could immediately identify with her anger and her frustration yeah. and oh, yeah. her just being like, fuck you. And then the next week he dies, you see her everywhere sobbing mm-hmm. Taking her clothes off, not able to deal with it, carrying this baby. I was just like reading up on it a little bit because I I think I knew it all at the time because that was all anybody was talking about. But they were married for two years. Yeah. (laughs) In that time, had a baby. These albums, like, it's all, it is so insane. Like, thinking about that timeline of, like, in just a normal couple of, like, <laughs> I can't imagine they were together a long time before they got married. No. Got married. She got pregnant. Like, you don't want to be pregnant around somebody you just are, like, no. Like, yeah. had a baby, and then he died, and then she, like, it was just, like. Were they together at the time that he died? Were yes. They, okay, they were not. They were. And then it, there was that whole documentary that sort of said she did it or like Ugh. which was so there's crazy. still people who are like still people she still is i think totally just i don't think anyone's ever really appreciated especially as a lyricist her her work i oh, think yeah. that like she does mean kurt's work by a band you she, mean kurt's work yeah mean kurt's work um and then she did fucking celebrity skin and they say the same thing about billy corgan that he was the one behind all uh, that they never so let her just insulting. be an artist yeah They took every quality of her that is positive and turned it into a negative. Yes. Like, she was absolutely 100% driven, ambitious, and people treated that as a, like a, like she was opportunist, I yeah. think. But she yeah. was, but she was no, opportunist. She completely, she always is said, like, there's just some story where she said one year we were at the Billboard Music Awards and they, like, cut to us, or they were cut, they cut to Garth Brooks and he was like, I'm so excited to be here, I'm so thrilled to be here. And she, then they cut to us and she was like, and all I wanted to say was like, I'm so excited to be here. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but like, of course, I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? like, she's like, we have to be like, way Brooks too quick. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit, but like, but she wanted to be Garth Brooks, basically. Yeah. Wanted and to be super famous, and she's very talented. Nobody ever says that to Tom Petty. 
even though he has the same ambition, the yep. same opportunity. Well, imagine if they said right. that about Kurt Cobain. Exactly. Split, literally flipped and went, right. well, she wrote his albums and he's famous because of her and all yeah. that. Like, right, right. Because this album is so good. It's yeah. so good. It's, it's like 38 minutes. It's so tight. <laughs> it's so just like she's, her imagery in it throughout is about like dolls and little girls and all just this shit of just flipping it and just yeah. being like, I'm pulling up my dress. You know, mm-hmm. like, fuck you. <laughs> In this song right here, I mean, I can't believe at 10 years old I was hearing a lyric that said, your milk's in my mouth, it makes me sick. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That is> horrifying. <laughs> and I probably had no idea. Oh, I can't even imagine. No, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking about rancid cum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> read the wikipedia and stuff before and like uh, it's like the themes of this album are bodies and this and that and that and milk and milk <laughs> it says like and milk and i'm like like breast milk like what yeah. milk i don't know and then because i didn't listen to the lyrics like super carefully going through this <laughs> constantly talking about like baby's bottles breast yeah. milk mm-hmm. dude's milk yeah Ugh. and just and also just like saying things so matter-of-factly like in this song plump she says and she just sort of throws it away. She's like, do you fake it for me like I fake it for you? <laughs> so great. with her right now. God, I don't know. I, oh, I you know what? she's been out of the headlines, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I she, think she probably I mean, I think she always wants to be in a movie and I think she always wants to be making an album and I think like when she's not busy with conspiracy theories and yeah. finding remember she was really really going hard on Malaysian Airlines trying to find out the exact spot where it crashed in the so ocean. What? I didn't know People's that. People's like <laughs> really what a hill to die on. Yeah. No, she she goes after that stuff. remember when the last time she had a public meltdown was but it was within the last 10 years it was it was fighting over and now they've made up it i think it was fighting with dave grohl okay. over Aww. rights for nirvana's music and where it could be distributed and right because she had burned through i think all her money and was pretty much living off kurtz and the rights to it gotcha and i think also like francis didn't speak to her forever because she was dipping into that money yeah like she was like not being a good mother and she was an addict and like yeah things were yeah yeah, but there was great there was also this is 
that this is not great, but me going, yeah, she's still going. Isn't oh, she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's just like, still at it. She just, it's, it's so, I love seeing someone who gives such a fuck that it comes off as giving no fucks. Like, yeah. she just wants to be inside the room so badly and, like, just yeah. fucks it up. And yeah. <laughs> did did listening to this album, did it, you become a whole fan? Or yes. So, like, did you go and seek out other did albums and stuff? I did. So I, I got the first one, which I didn't love, Pretty on the Inside. It wasn't... It this was pretty was, thrashy, punky, recorded thrashy, poorly. punky. Yeah. Melodies are narrow and just yelled. And yeah. it just wasn't as, yeah. um like, polished as this is. For sure. And then Celebrity Skin, I love. I just didn't skin. think... I know that that was, like, criticized. I remember when it came out as not being, like, rock enough and more pop, but, like, <sighs> she did it effortlessly. Yeah. yeah. And it's... And, like... You know, yeah. she gave credit where credit was due. I guess she, on Celebrity Skin, she said the like, Donna, Donna, Donna. She was yeah. like, I hated it. I didn't want to do it. And Billy Corgan was like, You have to add it. It's what's going to make it a hit. And yeah. she was like, And he was so right. I have to go back and like revisit that album too. But like this one, you just put it on. You're like, Oh my God, this song. Yeah. And then this song. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this song's on. And it's from the like, jump. Yeah. Like, the, she said, like all the first lyrics are like, Every time I sell myself to you, I feel a little cheaper than I need to. And you're like, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much. So you've yeah. got older brother and older sister. Older brother, younger sister. Older brother, younger sister. Um, and My dad is from there, by the way. Grew up in El Paso, what? so I spent a lot of time going up there Christmas or the summer. You're kidding. No. Where did you grow up? San Antonio. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, so would you all drive? You would drive it. We would drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a great drive. We would always go to Austin because that's where my mom's family was for Christmas. And so okay. also not a great drive. Yeah. Nothing in Texas is a great yeah, it's, drive. It's everything's all, super far. Yeah. Right? I, I, I hate to go on this. Anytime someone's like, what? This country's full. Where do we put the immigrants? You can put them all here. <laughs> There's only space in Texas. It's only <laughs> yeah. so much land. Yeah. Yeah, 10 or 11 growing up in Texas, older brother who was like, Super cool. Yeah. Like jock, but cool and like lady killer at like in middle school. Like a successful middle school. Oh, which is which tough. is totally. I don't know if I know any. None. No. And he was I've only... ever met. Like even currently. I know two currently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know any None. people in middle school right now. <laughs> and he's like a year and a half older than me, so we were very close to age. I was the absolute opposite. Did that help you that he was cool or was that harder for you? Mixed bag because I definitely felt, it felt at the time in in a middle school way, like you were, that you were close to someone famous. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. And so you felt people getting closer to you because they wanted to get closer to him. (laughs) Amazing. Because he was just such a superstar. Yeah. Um, But I definitely lived in the shadow and I think that actually helped with this album, I think I had a lot of anger that like yeah. was not coming through on my Ben Midler Whitney tracks. Yeah, well, and it's also like <laughs> even at that age, like but, like you don't know how to process anger. Still, not- I think. I think it was the first time that I legitimately was like, 
oh, I think she's talking about sex. Mm-hmm. I know that's bad. I know for a fact I can't let this out. Like, this is this is for me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't even tell people at school about this. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. Which was... Or not because every Because I think everyone who did know her hated her. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah. it wasn't cool to like her. It was like... Right. She killed her. She killed Kurt, or he was the genius, or even even in middle school, people knew how these albums were written. Yeah, so, so crazy. Yeah. Oh, everyone's so sure of stuff. Back just there. repeating. Oh, everybody, like one person hears it, and then it's just like that's back. Exactly. What uh, music was your brother into? Was it like completely? He was really. It was. It was metal. Like it was okay. like Warrant and Guns N' Roses and. Gotcha. Like I remember Cherry Pie being like that's a pro- that's a problem. Like I remember looking at that album cover and being like that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's not gonna fly here. No. Uh, I used to tell on him all the time. He was so like he would sneak out. I'd tell on him for his music. I was such a good. I was such an asshole. Mm. Such a good kid. Snotty yeah. nose. And then this was like my dirty secret. This and then Bjork were like my two things oh, that like yeah. I just kept to myself. But um, why Bjork? It was an accident. Um, I, I did one of those Columbia Records things, <laughs> and I thought that I was getting. I remember hearing someone sing a cover of that song Blue Moon, and I thought it was so pretty. Hmm. And it was like a Lisa Loeb type. Yeah. Okay. And they sent me Bjork's debut album by accident. Oh. And I was like, I guess I'll put this on. And I was like, What? <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> and then um, I loved it. And just, I just didn't. It was just a, everyone. Nobody was else was listening to. No, it? everyone was listening to country. It's so interesting that like two of the albums that you mentioned having such a big impact found you accidentally. Yes. yes. Oh, That's you're like right. really interesting. I never thought of it that way. And I, I, I literally remember, cause like this was around the time that my brother and I split, like we each got our own rooms. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, oh, it's so funny thinking, I haven't thought about this in so long, but like having that private moment and closing your bedroom door yeah. and sitting in front of the tape player and Ooh. making sure the volume was at the right level and just like, on your stomach in front of it listening to the words yeah yeah i think that because of the accidental arrival it feels like it's more yours than any other totally like it was meant for meant for you and now you're creating your own identity for the first time it's not associated with your brother album came out it, it was and I maybe I'm like that what a crazy year because it was such a formative year for me I was in junior high and like so it was like Dookie came out that year yeah, and right. um, uh, Soundgarden and um, Oasis and like All these so many huge bands Boys yeah. to Men sure um, who I love like all, all of these bands are that like 
that are still revered. Yes. And it's because wow. it's such a, like, grunge was like peak. Yeah, I mean, Pearl it was Jam was nine, peak. Pearl Jam Vitology yeah, came Pearl out Jam, that year. Yeah. Like, and it's like. Oh my God, it's like taking you back. I remember Dookie coming out too and just being like, what's wrong with that dude? <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah. yeah. And you just wanted to, like, you could just see how kids love it. I mean, it just made you want to, like, jump around. It was yeah. so exciting. There's a lot of music that I listened to because I was supposed to listen to it or like because everybody else was listening to it. And Dookie was one where I was like, I, I love this. Like, yeah. I actually love this. It was so um, cute. But there's other ones where it was like, like I bought the Soundgarden album. Black Hole Sun was like my favorite song of the year and I still love it. And did I listen to much of the rest of the album? No. Nope. <laughs> no. You talk about a video, watch on a yeah. loop though, that video. The oh, girl yeah. eating the ice cream. Oh. <laughs> I loved that. This is my favorite song on the album, by the way, Doll Parts. Doll yeah. Oh yeah. This was the big single, right? This was the big single and this is where I love when an artist has the confidence to repeat a lyric over and over again yes. because mm. they know it's that yeah. good. Yeah. And this is when she later in the song gets into that guttural, someday you will ache like I ache. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know she just means it. Yeah. And the, the harmony is gorgeous. Yeah. God. So well yeah. because it's so it's pretty 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 and then scream Scri- and you and you just feel it oh, and you want to scream like I have been listening to this I do a, I listen to all the albums uh, sometimes by myself when I'm like taking walks and stuff but a lot of the time with my kid and it's like it's this is actually like a really fun one to listen to with her mm-hmm. um, because you it sing is like to her. <laughs> I sing it to her <laughs> someday you will like like I ache. <laughs> I just want her to know that she will hurt at some point. (laughs) Like, she's going to be sad. Whose milk is it? (laughs) (laughs) There is, though, like, I I think being that age, there's something of, of like, well, what you said earlier, just like someone has that anger and you know you have it too, Mm. but someone's just saying it. Yeah. Yeah. And it just makes you feel like, I don't know, growing up and and I think anyone at that age, but in my household, knowing I was on the outside looking in, like knowing I had a secret and just like, Loving that rage. Did you know you were gay then? I think or I you did. Were like, I think I like. I didn't. I wasn't attracted to like. Yeah. I wasn't like. I didn't have any sexual thoughts then. But yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That I was when gay. did you come out? Like. Did you? Ever? I do. Yeah, I did. Like uh, junior year of college. Okay. So it took yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Did your family? Was your family like? Yeah. Uh, my brother and sister were my parents. It's, uh, uh, totally. They're very, they found religion very late in life. Got it. Which, as we all know from Patti Smith and Nick Cave, is, is can go one way or another. <laughs> yeah. And um, it took them away. It yeah. just took, and, it, and has taken them away. And so, like, they are just on this path that is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, go- we're cool. Yeah. We're good. But, yeah. like, it's, I wouldn't say it's, like, Tight. Yeah. 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 But yeah. your siblings are wonderful. Yeah. 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 Everyone else, my grandparents, yes. everyone's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. 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 
Did you have friends? Like, did you, what was your I did, life I did. like? <clears throat> I did. I did. Yeah, what I weird, I don't mean that in a, I just feel like a lot of people like isolate themselves. No, that, you know what? It's funny. Like, that's more me now, I think, which in a good way. I yeah. love being by myself. Yeah. But I, but then I just was like tap dancing my way through everyone's heart. I was just like <laughs> shining so bright for yeah. anyone I could see and just blending as much as I could and just. You know, I mean, you guys probably know how that felt. Were you were, were you funny growing up? I mean, were you outsiders growing up and then that's how you found yeah. your voice, being For funny? Sh- yeah. Well, I could do other things okay, but it was that set me apart. Yeah. And that made me feel special. And Just like being funny and shiny and bright and like, so I did, I did, I did have friends. I wasn't happy. Yeah. But it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. yeah. How were your experiences? Well, we felt, I, I found a circle of friends that were not into football. Yeah, and because football is king, there. sure. Yeah, and we played soccer. I think that was where the the, a, the large part of the my friend circle came from. But Texas is a weird place, and we're we're you're, it's. There's so much conservative church Even when going. you're in a big city, like San Antonio is a big yeah. city, El Paso is a big city, yeah. and but but it just, it still gets you. It's yeah. a lot, yeah. yeah. Where, did you grow up conservatively? No. Uh, I know no. your parents are religious. No, no. Oh, they're not. I mean, they're Jew- we're Jewish. No, no, no. I thought you go to temple and stuff. No. I don't know. No, that's what, I mean, I guess you could look at me and think that. I don't know. that is not what just (laughs) happened. I thought one time we had a conversation about it. We probably did. I did grow, I grew up uh, Jewish. Yeah. Like, uh, and going to, not temple every week, but like I was bat mitzvah and all of that. Okay, Um, And my family still, everybody identifies that way, but I'm more culturally Jewish. And um, I don't really go to temple anymore or anything. And like, I married somebody not Jewish and my parents were like, great, you found somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're pushing 30 and you found somebody. Good for you. They were just very happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no, no. I, there was no like repression or anything like in that way or... That's a good point. I mean, my parents, I think I put credit to them for, they weren't terribly religious. They had lived in, before I was born, they had lived in Ethiopia. Oh, Oh. they were like worldly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Even though they both actually were born in Texas. My dad was born in El Paso, raised there. My mom was born in Beaumont, Texas. Oh my God, the (laughs) other end of that. That is the other end of Texas in every way. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. It is like, it's like Southern. Oh, okay, okay. So we grew up. Sounds like Beaumont. Yeah. Beaumont, yeah, for your French. It's close to Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I felt like a little bit more. Uh, we automatically felt a little different than the other, like the the general Texan yeah. type person. Yeah. I remember going to like the, I was an athlete, but I remember like this big organization called, was it Christian Athletes or something? <laughs> and they would have shirts that had T, wait, God in the biggest letters, and then team in smaller letters, and then me 
in the smallest of letters. So it was oh, God, is that that's the order. Order. me. Yes. Yes. That's how you put things in priorities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God, team, me. Someone said this to me recently. I loved it. There's no I in team, but there is an I in win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, going back to doll parts, there was one thing that also struck me was I was reading about it, how there was one executive at Gaffin before it was released that heard her voice crack and said, you guys should probably re-record that, right? <laughs> like, it gave a note, and I was like, it's even, like, you get that shit in um, TV and film executives going, I, I have a note. Oh, yeah. they love and, that. And then, how, how wrong was this person? I know. How wrong was this person to listen to Hole and listen to it all and go, her voice cracked. I think that's wrong, right? It doesn't right? please me, uh, a man. <laughs> no, exactly. How the way this I album think is. it should be. And she, her albums have since Celebrity Skin have not been very good. Yeah. But she does have, the writing on some of them is still very good. Like, mm. she has some some songs. Like, there's a song called Samantha that's on her latest album, Nobody's Daughter, that is not a good song. I mean, not a good album. But Samantha's so good and she just breaks into this thing out of nowhere where she repeats this lyric. Um... People like you fuck people like me in order to avoid agony. Oh. And I'm just like, that's so good. God, she's and been she hurt. Keeps saying it. I know. It's, she's somebody that's like, she wouldn't benefit from being happy. No. There is no happiness for, like, what do you do when you're happy then? If yeah. you're her, you find a way to make yourself unhappy again so you can be creative. She released a solo album once and it had some minor controversy because she had this lyric in it, in this great song called Mono where she says, she's talking to God and she says, it's like this fast song and she goes, hey God, I wanna hear you say, I wanna hear you say that you're sorry again. And also God, I wanna hear you say that I'm so much better than him. Yeah. And it's like, she's talking about Kurt? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Kurt or Jesus, either one is crazy. Crazy. Holy shit. You're right though, she's someone who just needs to be in a low place in order to be a phoenix. This is, you know what, and this is where, shout out to Tipper Gore, this is where... <laughs> Another uh, fucking shout, we cannot like get an episode. in a row? We can't, Shout it's out to crazy. Tipper, because I, 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 music for me uh, made me feel emotional, and th the more violent, the better. Yeah. It drew, mm -hmm. That's what, it, that was, it became accessible to me in a way that I didn't... Not that the option was whole or murderer, yeah. right. but like it became accessible to me in a way of like, oh, that you could tap into it that way. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've never totally. understood the other thing. Yeah. Wait. So, what, did Tipper Gore? Is she that was, was that her? She, she was like, like clean up the music, yeah. and specifically Madonna's "Dress You Up in My Love." She was like, it's disgusting. She's disgusting. And this was like, there was plenty of other. Hey, <laughs> fuck you, Tipper. Tipper ran off the pier once to avoid paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know everything. <laughs> just jumped into the water. That's so funny. <laughs> that's the funniest, just answer a question. That's the funniest way to avoid something. She's pretty I great. Did you uh, did you know anybody that was gay in El Paso at that time in the high school or anything? I, I knew. Yes, I did. Only because I did forensics, so I did like speech and debate. Uh, oh, okay. And so in those citywide tournaments, there were I knew a few people in, yeah. in those that were, and um, yeah. I don't even know how out they were, but yeah. we all knew. Yeah, gotcha. I, like everyone's sort of like, 
we honestly might as might as well have been like had cigarette holders with like extra long cigarettes, <laughs> just like all talking in, in a circle together and be like that monologue again. I mean, like, it was like off. so on the nose, <laughs> but it was so fun seeing them, and they were all from different high schools. Yeah. But in my high school, no, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't even suspect anybody. I was also so, like. Is it okay to get a little gross? Yeah. yeah. I didn't masturbate for the first time until I was 19. I was so afraid to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I just, I never, I, my sexual awakening came so late that in high school, I never even noticed. Yeah. Which you were was just so, you. I was like, just, yeah. I, yeah, I never noticed shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Like my balls just hadn't dropped. I just like hadn't, yeah. I wasn't aware at all that like people were attractive or that people right. could get horny. I just, yeah. It just wasn't there yet. I'm smart I don't even know who, I was always just drawn to really strong women, yeah. In, yeah. In, especially in, in music. And so it was Bjork, it was Courtney Love, and it was, yeah. just because it was, to me, it was just sort of like, and I, I actually think that's in general why, you know, stereotypically gay men are drawn to someone like Barbra Streisand, who is not good looking, typically, and doesn't fit the mold and yeah. broke through. Or yeah. Judy Garland, who's a fucking wreck, but has yeah. this voice from God, mm-hmm. and who just kept going and going and going. And I think, like, even when you're yeah. young, you know that for women, the road is harder, and there's an expiration date. That's and true. for women in music especially, even even if it's rock, much less pop, which yeah. just gives you a couple of years. But I think there was something to, like, you're doing something so weird, and you don't give a fuck and the odds are oh. so stacked against yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even, and then it, 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 when you do get something, it's you're written off as it's nepotism. It's not talent. It's, it's so, yeah. yeah. like the most minor version of it but like when I got on a Herald team at UCB going is that because I was dating Alex like oh, it, yeah. things like that where it's just like you can't shake it it just right. it, it follows you everywhere oh, completely. <laughs> like, it's just the, it's I don't know I know it, you know what though you're right it, it gets to a point where you're like if you really think about it you're like can I do anything myself or is this all because of someone else yeah. and that's couldn't and also, be true yeah right. but also right. like exactly. sometimes it's okay if yeah. it's from somebody else too yeah, yeah. that's true too that's yeah. the other thing is like yeah. that yeah. is actually okay to have if, help if he had if anything to help. do with making this be mass released great yeah. to the world yeah. service Because it does take me back to that, like that time, 
it's not that I always felt like an outsider right. with this, but I did, but it was like, it was just being uncomfortable in my own skin. For sure. Forever. There's different times in my life where I had moments of it, but like it was always trying to go like, I'm trying to listen to the music that other people are listening to or the clothes that other people are wearing. And it's very, it's still to this day hard for me to just like be. Insane. And, and, and like, like I remember buying the Sublime album and buying like a, I'm sure other people talk about this, but like a Dave Matthews Band yeah. album and stuff just just because I felt like I had to. I had those with the other albums because those were me. Yeah. Like I did, I did. Oh, you did I like genuinely. Yeah. Well, oh, some of that music's them. actually yeah. like especially Dave Matthews is so pretty. Yeah. Oh, but oh, also yeah. like, but if it's not you, yeah. like that's yeah. the thing is like when I did try and get into grunge and like even Nirvana to a certain degree, like it doesn't mean as much to me as it did to other people. I was right. just like, I'm listening to it because you guys are listening to it, but yeah. I didn't like feel the music the way other people did. I was more like, where's my Billy Joel? Yeah. Bring me back it my was, Billy it Joel. It was hard like, for <laughs> me to identify with all that anger when I was driving a Jeep Grand Cherokee <laughs> in Minneapolis working for a theater company. <laughs> so... I, I threw my hat in with Nick Cave, ladies and gentlemen. That's fair enough. I, the Grand, Jeep Grand, Grand Cherokee in Minneapolis is, is like, Joel, that's honestly like what I want. Yeah. <laughs> that is the safest, sweetest life ever. It was, yeah. it was funny because then I'd hear Hole going, Rah! and I'd be like, oh, uh, I'm not sure if this is for me right now. Yeah. Um, Barrett, she does it for us. She, she does, does it, it so us. we don't have we to. We don't have to do it. I don't have to scream because she is. Yeah. I was sort of drawn to um, Rockstar because of yes. just how much she calls out everyone oh. for conforming. Oh, because it's, it's so uh, great. It's, and she's, she's, that's a recurring theme, I think, in a yes. lot of this is like being fake and, and being sincere and how she's calling herself out of being a fraud, which I think she doesn't get from Kurt Cobain. They just share this philosophy. They, 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 they sh everybody was sharing this philosophy. Yeah. Like, who am I? And I don't feel right when I'm just being a nice to someone. Right. I, even down to that. Yeah, yeah. In, in that song, Rockstar, she says something like, um, "Like, don't you make me feel good, please. Come on. And she's like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So good. Well, I went to school. Oh. Well, I went to school. <laughs> well, I went to school. Oh. Well, I went to school. <laughs> well, I went to school in Olympia. But everyone's the same. What do you do with a revolution? of her faults was how, although I sort of love it, how jealous she would get. Would just talk shit about Liz Fair. Yeah. <laughs> hated Kathleen Hanna and like just was like, they're not real and they're not this and da 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 da. Um, she yeah. just was out to win. She just always wanted to be a queen. Yeah. yeah. You know, like she just had no respect for anybody else. Which is crazy. Yeah. To the path that was paved to get her there by people like Liz Fair and stuff like I that, know. which is like... like yeah, yeah, Kathleen Hanna was sort of the first one to scream on an album, yeah. or it seemed like it. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you fucking love to go to your hometown and just, not actually, but just like get a fucking megaphone and just be like, I went to school here, 
fuck you. You all suck. You're not real. Like, that's like my fantasy. Yeah. You just like, stand up in the middle of the town and just be like, you make me sad. Yeah. So it's kind of cool because you kind of get you came to do to the that. Yeah. You kind of get, like, you act legitimately <laughs> kind of get to do that in your, like, having success with a podcast and with all that is like you that is kind of did you what tour you're to El doing Paso? did i what tour to el paso with the? i never would okay i never will yeah. it's just too but much but just in I, general you get to scary. go like look at me now yeah. look at what i'm fucking doing i'm yeah. happy i'm successful i'm doing all the i'm on 911 bitches bitches you're very kind <laughs> there's a when you've mentioned the thing about um you don't have to be nice and this is all a facade there's a line in into the woods that I think is so bad. We are straddling genres we so are, well. So well. We are. There's a line that is so badass where the witch sings, or she just says to one of the characters, "You're not good. You're not bad. You're just nice." Oh, oh. so good. Yeah, you're cutting. Yeah. yeah. That's no no greater insult. Than it's that. true. You're just nice. Stuff about authenticity is so interesting to me. I think about that stuff all the time and I feel like a lot of people do in the time that we're in where it's uh, impossible to find something authentic yep. anymore but also everything is authentic it's like a very um, she's very ahead of her time well yeah I think that's what I felt in high school is that I often felt that I was apart from every group that I was involved with I didn't feel like yes. like I felt I could I could hang with a lot of even the football kids like mm -hmm. I was no, you could like morph. Into yeah, what you I could to be. morph, and yeah. I, I was, and to this day, I feel like not like a fraud, but like I don't know, uh, I don't know really. I don't feel like I have a, a, a confident grasp on my identity. A same. You know what? I, I think about that a lot. Where like, and this, this sounds like I'm being snarky and shitty, but like. I am genuinely, genuinely jealous of people who can sit down and thoroughly enjoy the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> like, it is a sincere feeling that I have, like, because that it extrapolates into so many different things of, like, the people who can do that, Yes. Uh, it can turn on the radio and be happy with whatever's playing. And the people that can do that can uh, wear the clothes that everybody's wearing and feel authentic and mm -hmm. feel like that's for and the, I yeah. it, I think that's part of me always being uncomfortable in my own skin again even to this day of like I, I blend with groups and I can blend in any group but also like when I'm feeling, I didn't know you were here until about five minutes you. ago that's kind of my real deal. chameleon <laughs> yeah I thought you were the door <laughs> but like that the ability to like I, I I think I thought about this a lot in having a baby because what you're supposed to feel when you're pregnant what you're supposed oh, to feel yeah, when you have a baby and so and much, babies yeah. themselves of like gendering and what a nursery is supposed to look like and all because right, yeah, there is like it's, it's a crazy amount of pressure it's so much pressure and it's there's something that would be like so amazing if I could look at baby clothes and truly not be infuriated mm. I like you you'll see me tweet about this sometimes and I think it's gonna start ramping up the more I have to buy clothes for my kid because it's just like the Alex and I do this all the time where we just <laughs> I'm trying to think of an example we go um, wa watermelons are girls <laughs> um, sharks are boys. It's been decided and we just, for We you. just say it, and it's just like, because it's just, whatever's on clothes, we, it's like, um, purple is girls. Uh, some of the stuff is very obvious, and sometimes we'll just go like, placemats are boys. Right. Cup holders are girls. <laughs> and it's just, it's like so... No rhyme or reason. There's, it's yeah. just d done for you, and yeah. as much as you try and not gender and all that, like, it's yeah. just... So right. sometimes I just wish I could just, like, slap a bow, a bow on my baby's head and be like, she's a girl, it's great! Yeah. But yeah. I, but it's, like, sickening to me, yeah. and I, I struggle with that stuff so much, and 
Uh, it, yeah. That all goes down to like, I wish I could watch an episode of The Big Bang Theory and love it. I think that's fabulous. I, I have, I've been on a I'm single a couple of years now, but that, every time I go on a date with someone who, I don't know, I get stressed out about something or da da da, I'll be like, don't you think? Or whatever. And they're just like, I just don't think about stuff like that. And I, I, that, that makes it sound condescending, and I don't mean it that way. No, it well, didn't. I am jealous. No, I didn't. Like, they're, they're really just like, I don't really stress about that. I, I identify like, with that so much. Yeah. I can't like, imagine. You don't think death is the release of pain? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think it must be. No, I just think the sandwich is not as good as you yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> Were we talking about my sandwich? The yeah. And it obviously benefits us in, so, in most it, ways. And I'm very happy with my life, but there's just I just have moments of like it would be great that right. would just be so nice I mean yes it makes you a critical thinker yes. and an outside yes. voice yeah. and it makes you sometimes unhappy whatever I mean we're yeah. a bunch of special people we are special people were you a, each other. a floater like I describe myself <laughs> I would say or that yeah morph, I was a shapeshifter yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure I could I could I could do what needed to be done yeah to like make myself not hated yeah, yeah. And then um, it was just a, and then it was a real deprogramming of like, because what what happens is, and I think a lot of actually gay people have this growing up, you come out of that realizing you lie about everything. Oh, yeah. And it's a big thing of like, of learning how to be honest Mm. with yourself and with other people because you're so used to just like policing your mannerisms and like (sighs) policing your voice and like making sure that like you just end up, like there were like, some years in college where I would just be like, oh no, this is Dr. Pepper and it was clearly a Coke. I mean, it was like down to that. Where yes. I was just like, I just like deprogram wow. all this fucking yeah. lying that I had been doing. Yeah, right. of course. Cause yeah. like self-preservation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. You have to survive. Yeah. And wow. then, um, and then you get away and you're like, well, you know, like we just talked about who am I? Yeah. Figuring it out. Yeah. Lover of whole. Yeah. <laughs> That's of, who you are. Here yeah. lies Brian Safi. Lover <laughs> of whole. Right in the middle He's of in one now. <laughs> Lover of whole, but not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Is there a particular song that we, we've been just talking over every. Well, I'll tell you, Violet, I think, kicks it off in such a oh, great way. Yeah. The imagery immediately, like, the sky was made of amethyst, and all the stars look just like little fish, and she's going so fast with it that you're like, yeah. where's this head at? Yeah, yeah. Heads to a scream. Oh, so good. And then, um, also, Miss World, I love, because I remember the, vi- this I remember the video for, where it is a beauty contest, and she's just, um, it's just a messed up beauty contest, and then she does that whole run of, like, I made my bed, I'll lie in it. I made my bed, I'll die in it. I made my bed, I'll cry in it. And you're just like, wow. Ownership. It's ownership. Did you, were you a fan of Drop Dead Gorgeous? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just I'm a fan, sure. listen, and I'll tell you what else I'm a fan of. It's a movie um, with... Uh, Denise Richards, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Was it Ellen Burstyn? I think Ellen Burstyn was in it. Kirstie Alley, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, somebody was just posting about it recently like they can't find it anywhere but uh it was like a really dark comedy in the way do you remember that movie saved it was like a dark comedy about like beauty pageants okay okay. about child like a teenage Teenage, yeah Yeah. and it was like super yeah i'll tell you who delights me to no end still is denise richards yes i'm Mm. i I, I think that's uh you remind me so much of uh one of my friends from college and it's all the same things he loved whole he um we all love drop dead gorgeous together god we all watched wild things 
so many times. And this is just a bunch of girls and two gay dudes in college. We watched it because we thought it was a great movie. Yeah. But just going like, can I play you? Or is it just for boys? Like being able to like just line for line go through it. like. Pro, you know, like all of those and things. And like rolling my eyes at the sex scenes yes. and then being like, back to the story, please. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so clever. <laughs> back to the story, please. That's a, the 90s were a weird, I'll tell you this, the 90s were a wonderful time for music. It was a weird time for who we wanted to be on camera talented. Yeah. Like Nev Campbell, all that, like oh, the stuttering yeah. WB, yes. you know what I mean? Like yes. all that, like yeah. all that acting that like the Dawson's Creek stuff was just like yes. a weird period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But the music was good. <laughs> it was, it was. Uh, I did want to play um, the original version of Credit. Oh yeah, who sang it originally? I know that's a cover. Young Marble Giants, which I had never heard oh. of. Oh. Uh, I didn't know this was a cover. Yes, I only I only knew in the last few years that this was a cover. And maybe that's why I just dismissed it. I think it's more interesting. The, the original? Yeah. I can't wait to see where this is going. Well, it, it, it never are... lifts from this point. It just stays at this. That, that's kind of nice. Yeah. The other one's a little too on the nose. The whole version's, I think, a little too on the nose. Yeah. Also, she's horrible at covers. I, she, every time I've seen her, like YouTube, her doing a cover of something, it's always sounds so much worse than the original. Because it's not, it's not authentic to her. No, uh, honestly, like I think like she needs her anger. Yeah. <laughs> Go for credit in the straight world. Look a dealer in the eye. Oh, this is way better. Who's saying that? Oh, the you just said young, tiny young, marbles. Young mar- <laughs> What was it called? I don't know. <laughs> young Marble Giants. Young Marble. <laughs> young Tiny Marbles. This is that, you remember that, but this reminds me of Fronte? Yeah. Is that what they were called? The ones who did that cover of Bizarre Love Triangle? Yes. Oh, oh my God, I loved that album. Me too. I loved that album. Me too. Yeah. I think I stole, I stole just so many Is that many what they were called? Something like Fronte. that. Fronte, Fronte, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. that's so funny. I would love if you would. They had little fishies. You would be charged yeah. with introducing young marble giants and you just went like ladies and gentlemen young tiny, tiny marbles, marbles. The take it away level. one time lemon parm was introduced on something as lemon parsnips <laughs> no, accidentally they called her they were like no. ladies and gentlemen lemon parsnips stop it, it was like a true it's like, like that's not real yeah that's it was, not it is real. Del it's like a thing. clown troop or something like <laughs> the lemon parsnips. parsnips that's the funniest thing i've ever heard <laughs> They just took one look at it and we're like, no, That's can't insane. figure this out. Okay, so Softer Softest. I love that one because it's like the oh, ballad. Yeah. And it's very sweet. And then I love, um, he, uh, I think that I would die because that's the one where she takes the pause in the middle and just out of nowhere screams at the top of her lungs, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then goes on a run about milk. Yeah. <laughs> Back to milk. Back to milk. There is no milk, she says over and over again. Have you, I tried oat milk the other day for the first time. Delicious. It's game it? changer. Game changer. The best. I think the best. I think the best. I one. think so too. Yeah. Oh. It's it, creamy. It's. Uh, it oh. feels like coconutty. it's post cereal milk. Like oh, meaning good. after like no, the I know what milk. You mean. Yeah. yeah. Delicious. Oh, that does. Do sound kids good. still eat cereal? Yes, I think so. Oh, you, but like... you have a baby. Yeah, but I think kids. But but the, but your baby's not old enough to eat cereal. No, I mean she eats like rice cereal. Like we, she eats what we fucking. But will you give let her, her eat like <laughs> twi- t- tricks? Um, no, no. <laughs> she has. We won't do like 
super sugary Why cereals. Anyone ever. But she could have like I bet she'll have like Honey Nut Cherries and stuff. But yeah, I'm that was our cheat. That's what we were. Yeah, my yeah that was the, let us buy that one. Yeah. Honey Nut Cherries was the sleaziest we got. It's yeah. Same with us. <laughs> one time we did Apple Cinnamon Cheerios. And oh, we loved Apple Cinnamon Cheerios. Yeah, but then it became. Like but that candy. was like that was it. We couldn't much, do any yeah. of the Cookie Crisp chocolate. Oh no, for sure no. Uh uh-uh. uh. We should probably get into uh, what did I learn today? Yeah. Um, I've got something. I'm, for once, I'm prepared for this. Oh. I didn't know she was, uh, I didn't know Courtney was all on that Malaysian flight trip. Yeah. Yeah. That's Deep in. Deep I in. did, I somehow didn't know you were from San Antonio. Really? And that you had any, and, and I'm I, sure I must have known that. I didn't know you were from El Paso until I read it. Uh, yeah, and I didn't know that you had any kind of El Paso connection. Huh. That's wild. Um, what did I learn? I learned, uh, I didn't know that song was a cover, mm. but that's not a very exciting one. That's all right. Um, I also, I didn't know you were from Texas. Really? I think I always, cause I, uh, obviously like connect you and Aaron together a lot. Yeah. And I, um, that's right. She's from Texas. Um, she's and Aaron from is from Houston. Texas and yeah. Aaron is like all from Texas. She's very Texas. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think about. Listeners, that's Aaron that, Gibson who was in Aaron season Gibson. one. Yes, she's Sorry, a, she's no, yeah, she's yeah, Texas yeah. proud. Yeah. Or, I, she's you she's know, just, you know just, how it goes. It, it feels like it's a, <laughs> and maybe it's because I haven't spent as much time with you as I have from her, but it feels like it's more part of her identity. I than think it, it is, is yours. Yeah. I don't know, but I didn't mm. know that. Um, and I didn't know you had a brother and a sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I truly, truly love learning that you. I do this all the time where I just list. Sorry, great. Like, here's my summary. Uh, I love that you f- found your favorite albums accidentally. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. truly that. like a, a too, really guess. cool. Like, and it's not even that like somebody just recommended it to you. Like, you very accidentally found these like yeah. Bjork in this, and that's I love that because your life would be so different. I am not the sponge now that I was. That there's no way I would listen to a song on the radio if I didn't know the artist. Yeah, and it has to be at the right <laughs> time, and it found you in, when you needed it. And yeah. I, who knows what would have replaced that? Yeah, the devil's music probably. Probably. <laughs> oh, Tipper. <laughs> Tipper. Yeah. I would have Tipper's be, playlist. I would definitely be a huge conservative if it weren't for Courtney Love. I could maybe almost say that. <laughs> Brian Safi is a comedian, actor, and writer hailing from El Paso, Texas. He is co-host and co-creator of the Throwing Shade podcast live show and TV show. He can currently be seen on the TV show 911 and is known for his work on Young and Hungry, Gay of Thrones, and Lifetime's A Deadly Adoption. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at Brian Safi, B-R-Y-A-N-S-A-F-I. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys. I love you both. Hey, oh, love you. Thanks for listening to this particular album is very, very important to me. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at this particular album. Follow us on Twitter at particular album. The show is produced by me, Deborah Tarika, Ryan Middledorf, and everyone at Campfire Media. Artwork by James Mulholland. Music by me, Joel Spence. See you next time. Campfire.